Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm here, as always, with Tracy Holesclaw, the man. He's been out on a race car track, driving straight and fast, and then turning around and coming back. Right? How did that? You went straight and fast and turned around and came back. Uh, last week? Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't actually a race. It was just a, uh, it was a get together. Okay, so we're going to talk about the get together. Yeah. But if yeah. you want to get involved in what we're going to be talking about, which is real estate this morning, you can give us a yeah. call at 864 235 9405. That's 864 235 9405. I'm Jason Dillard and I buy real estate right here in the upstate and we're looking for people that'll sell us something. Um, actually, I got a lead on the way over here this morning. Yeah. Yeah. There was an email came through the website. We buy houses upstate.com. Right. And it was a house that somebody wanted to sell us. That's probably the best the place they could have gone is to that website. No, it doesn't have to be a house. It, it could be a, it could be land. It could be anything else, but it was a house. Yeah. I hadn't called them or nothing. Cause it was just this morning. Yeah. And, just this morning. And, you know, you need, we needed to prepare for the program. Now the interweb works all the time. Yes. So like if I was asleep and you went to the webuyhousesupstate.com mm-hmm. and you filled out that form, then I wouldn't call you right back when I'm asleep, but, but I would have it in my email. You understand how that works? Yeah, the web never sleeps. No, it doesn't sleep. So it works all the time. Yeah. So, again, if you want to get involved in what we're going to be talking about this morning, um, the number here live is 864-235-9405. Right now we have a special guest that's calling in, Mr. Ted Blank. Ted, are you there? Hi, Jason. Yeah, hear you well. Good morning. And how, how is everything in Colorado? Um, it's a lovely day. It's going to be early yet. Why do you start this show so dang early? Well, it's eight o'clock on the east side of the country. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's so it's not here. It's nice. Yeah, it's not that early for us. <laughs> so what time is it there? We're six six o'clock. Yeah. So I had to set my alarm and get up early on Saturday morning. So have you got all your steps in today? No, I'm just starting here. I'm barely got the coffee in. All right, tell tell Tracy how many steps you get in every day. Well, my wife makes me walk ten thousand steps a day. Ten thousand steps. So how how does she make you? Is she walking them with you, or is she like cracking a whip on you, or something? Do you know what cattle prod does? <laughs> you yes. ever had one of those? No, no, I've seen those on television. I don't think I've ever had <laughs> yeah. one near me. No, no. <laughs> She, she just says it's good for me, so I do it. Well, good. Well, they're, they're like that. Wives are good like that. It tells us what's good for yeah. us. So yeah. for, for those of you that don't know, Ted and I just got back from um, Minnesota. Eh? Yeah. You betcha? Yeah. You betcha. Did, did you say you betcha a lot? I said a lot of things like that, but all the people that were from there, when they heard me say something like that, they looked at me like I had a chicken on my head. They didn't know what you're talking. So apparently no. that's a stereotype. Then not, yeah, not all Minnesotans I, say you yeah. betcha. I, I said, uh, what was the other phrase I kept saying? Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? And all the Minnesotans looked at me like, who is this? Yeah, this Southerner. What's wrong with this guy from? But you South can, Carolina? Ted, Ted. People can tell that I'm from the South when we go to our meetings. What? My what? accent kind of gives it away. You, you've got the good accent in the group and. I was listening to one of your podcasts, and right afterwards, I was saying something to Linda, and she goes, why are you talking funny? I've been listening to Jason for a half an hour. Well, the reason that Ted's calling in is we're promoting a marketing session we're going to have here in Greenville coming up in May. If you're a real estate agent or commercial 
agent and want to attend a national marketing session with guys from and gals from all over the country, you can go to SCCounselors.com. Ted is a member of um, the Society of Exchange Counselors. Ted, what what does the Society Society of Exchange Counselors do? Uh, we're a group of a um, uh, few hundred folks that get together around the country, not not at any one time, but um, at uh, Minnesota we had uh, I think sixty six people uh, attend, and Greenville will have seventy, maybe eighty. Um, a little easier, better place to go to than Minnesota in the winter. Um, but um, uh, we work with clients and work with ourselves uh, in maximizing the benefits in the ownership of real estate. Um, mostly commercial, um, land, industrial, retail, office, uh, multifamily, um, some single families occasionally. I have a client right now with 25 single families that we're working with. Um, but our group, either as brokers or as owners, um, look at the real estate, realize how important the real estate is, but the thing that we do different than most other marketing groups or real estate groups or brokerage groups is that we really focus on the client on the ownership, on what the client needs and um, the benefits that they're trying to get to if they're not there currently. Yeah, so. and, I've, and I've told people all the, all the time that real estate is really a people business. I had a broker in my office yesterday, Ted, that um, presented two or three properties to me, and I asked them all about the property and learned what I needed to learn. And then I asked them a couple of questions about the ownership, and they're going to have to get back to me. So... And, and you see that all over the marketplace, whereas the society is different. I mean, and, and it's different in a good way. Um, and one of our, one of my mentors um, used to say, "You can't dance with a ranch. You can dance with people. People own real estate. Uh, if you want to know how to do a deal, or uh, you, you can't just look at the sticks and bricks. You got to understand." The ownership, the abilities and abilities of the ownership, the motivation of the ownership, and what what they need to do, not just what's the real estate. So why would a commercial broker that might be listening right now want to attend the, the marketing session coming up in May? Well, if they don't know you, they'll get to meet you. And that's, you told that's me trick. that's most of what this show's about. You. <laughs> yeah. No, it's mostly about Tracy and how he um, drag races. My, my drag races and, we, and my flip flops. We yeah. throw in every once in a while that we buy real estate, manage real estate, and borrow money from people. But yeah. the, the the focus is uh, racing. Do you ever been to a race, Ted? Uh, what kind of race? Drag race. Straight horse, line drag horse race. race. No, not a horse race. They go <laughs> running in a circle. Straight line drag race. Uh, uh, we have a nice uh, uh, drag course out here called Bandamere Speedway. Bandamere Speedway in Arizona. Well. No, right hey. here in Colorado. Oh, Colorado, sorry, yeah. Bandamere, yeah. Pretty good race course. Yeah. Might for drag strip. Might come check you out. Yeah. You know, speaking of a lender, yep. somebody brought me a flip-flop gift the other day. Really? One of our lenders, Lou. They're not saying boo. They're saying Lou. Yeah. So, Lou. yeah, one of our favorite lenders, which all of our lenders are our favorite lenders, Ted. 
If I'm talking to <laughs> a lender, that's my favorite. Yeah. That's the one that's my favorite. There's one listening right now that's our favorite. They're all our favorite. <laughs> that's right. They're all our favorite. Yeah. So, but hey, Ted, I appreciate you calling in. It was fun. Thank you, guys. You can go and, back. Uh, you can go back to sleep now. <laughs> He's already got the coffee now. Yeah. Get get can those I steps in. To li- can I continue to listen to the foolishness? Yes. I guess you can. Yeah. Stay. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> so, stay on. Thank you, guys. Good visiting with you. All right, man. All right, there goes all Ted. Right. He's a right. member That's of the Society crazy. of Exchange Counselors. Um, if you want to learn more about the group, go to secounselors.com. S-E-Counselors. Counselors. S-E-Counselors.com. Um, we're having a, a marketing session coming up in May right here in the Greenville market. And that's not for the general public. No, you got to be a broker. Yeah, a and license. You can go on the website and request an invitation. You can't just sign up. you got to request an invitation. Um, we vet everybody that, that wants to attend and make sure that they're eligible to attend. It's kind of an exclusive group. Um, and Is we're it like the clubhouse. Yes. When we were kids, you know, you only got to go up in the clubhouse. If yeah, it's like gym. a ladder. And when you're climbing the ladder up into the clubhouse, <laughs> yeah, and you look up and somebody's spitting down on you. <laughs> if you get to spit in your eye, you don't get to come to the clubhouse. So, <laughs> if you got more questions about what we're up to, you can give us a call right now. We're coming up on the first break of the show. The number here is eight six four two three five ninety four zero five. That's eight six four two three five ninety four zero five. We're coming up on the first break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about how we can exchange properties instead of actually selling properties. So hang on through the break. We'll be right back. Dennis Prager has advice for the Republicans as we head into primary season. Here's my word to the Republicans, which is never listened to. They don't go on offense. Nobody's saying, I want you to understand what this vote, your vote is about. The Democrats are ruining the United States of America because they are now a left wing, no longer a liberal party. For the right answer from Dennis Prager, tune in every weekday at noon on 94.5 WGTK. The answer. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to get involved in the program, the number here is 864-235-9405. That's eight six four two three five ninety four zero five. I got Tracy Holsclaw with me as always. If you just tuned in, we're talking about how we're having a, a marketing session, a national marketing session here in May in Greenville, hosted by the Society of Exchange Counselors. You can go to secounselors dot com to learn more about the group. Um, if you're a commercial broker and you're looking for a different way to market your property, this might be it. Um, so that's secounselors dot com. Um, we also talk about how you can exchange properties instead of selling properties. But every every sale is an exchange. Yeah, just, just let you know that. As a matter of fact, I went by one of our houses on the way over here this morning. You uh-huh. See how I you do did? work before you get anywhere. Go ahead and point that out to all the listeners. I mean, I went, especially the one that thinks you're condescending to yes, me. Yesterday, when I left the office and we left at the same time, I went to one of our rehabs. You did work when you left. I went to the rehab and I, I called know. the contractor and I talked to him and. I couldn't get in the door because the lockbox was broken. Yep. So I crawl. I went around and there was this. I know you this, didn't crawl under anything. No, there was this this um, window that was opened, and you could stand up on the a stump like where they'd cut down a bush and like see in the window. Yeah. And I said to myself, self, because that's what I call myself when I talk to myself. I said, self, if I was fifty pounds lighter and twenty pounds younger, I'd just pull myself right up into that window. Yeah, but it ain't gonna happen today. I ain't gonna do it. Instead, I just kind of looked in the window and I saw that there were like walls missing and floors all uneven and, you know, 
stuff like that happening in there. So well, I inspect, I, I did an inspection through the window. Yeah, through the well, window. I worked an hour yesterday before I came to the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah really? Yeah. What well, time did you get there? I started at nine. You started at the office at nine? No, no, I started from Anderson where I live. Oh, you worked? Yeah. And I went to look at one of our properties. And I went to look at one of our clients' properties, and it took me an hour because of where they were located. That's crazy. Yeah. What? What? Why are you working so hard? And then I and then I made it a full circle back to close to my house. Actually, almost ten, and then it to ten thirty. Well, at office. seven at seven this morning, I was at Paddock, and we've got a contract on it. We got to get rid of the debris. You know okay. what debris is? Well, I, you showed me the picture, and I think we just need to go over there and have a marshmallow roast. That's what I'm thinking. Looks like a perfect bonfire. But the, the neighbors probably wouldn't enjoy the. The fire. Invite them over. Get, yeah, they wouldn't enjoy the fire. Get some extra packs of marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we've got a call right here. We got Scott from Greenville. Scott, how can we help you this morning? Hey man, I got a question for you. Uh huh. So if if you had this garage on a house and you took a picture and the people had put like a really nice commode. Now the commode's not connected, but if they had a really nice commode out in the garage. Yeah. Took a picture of that garage and put that in the MLS. Think that helped sell it? No, I think that negative things make houses not sell to end user buyers. But negative things makes me stop if I see a picture of it in the MLS. I have a different answer. Well, wait a second. I think that's good advice. I took that picture out, man. I think uh, that's good. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing, man? Why are you up awake, awake so early this morning? I'm headed to the office, man. You got work to do, don't you? Yeah, this is Scott Bradford. He's an agent in our office. You can go to his, see what he's up to at FlexibleSeller.com. Have you sold anything today yet? No. Nah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a, I have a, can I interject here? Can I get yeah. permission to speak? Your, your, yeah, I have a different opinion about the market we're in right now. I don't know what you guys are talking about, about this toilet in the picture. In the garage. But so what you're telling me is that toilet could be turned upside down in the kitchen. I think and that the houses would still sell I in this market. I think that toilet could have something in it in the middle of the kitchen floor, and it would still sell in this market. Well, did, right you get a, did you get an offer on that house yet, Scott? No, I have not. I had a few showings, but okay, we're, so we're let's, still on hold. Let's promote it. What What's the address? Twenty four North Harbor. And what's the, What's the price? That house is one sixty four nine. It's a four bedroom, two and a half bath. It's a, basically a tri level. And the, um, the toilet that was in the picture has been installed in the bathroom now. Okay. I'm pretty sure they went back over there and, you know. Yeah. So you, you can, hey, hey, Trace, you can tell a, a real estate agents are in big hurries because they're busy right now. That they go around and snap a picture of every room, garage, and everything that's got a toilet. And then upload the them all to the MLS without even looking at them. I can't believe that. It, oh, I better be careful what I say. Guilty. Guilty as shark. <laughs> so if anybody's interested in uh, buying a house over on right off of Forest Bridge Road towards Pickens um, for 165 how many square feet did you say? It's about almost 2000 Okay. You can call Scott. What's your number, Scott? 350-8525. Okay. And, hey, you've been to an SEC meeting before. What What's it like going to an SEC meeting? Oh, it's, um, it is very, very interesting. Um, you definitely learn a lot. I think that for the first, for being a newcomer, 
it's almost overwhelming because you're in a room with a, a lot of smart folks. Um, it's, it's like going to a, a it's like going to a meeting with a bunch of uh, nuclear physicists or brain surgeons or something. The, uh, I kind of yeah, I mean, I kind of look at the SEC guys as like the the Navy SEALs of real estate. I mean, they're they're sharp. Is I it mean, like drinking from things. a fire hydrant? <laughs> it is. The but Navy SEALs of real estate. I'm gonna write that down. The Navy, Navy SEALs of real estate. Of real estate. So are you a guppy, Jason? Do you still have Scott. your swimmies on? Yeah, I'm a guppy. You still have your swimmies on? Yeah, I'm, 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 I might be, dr- I might drown before they let me become a member. Yeah, I might be, dr- I might be, I'm, 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 I'm really cold and I'm shivering right now. Scott Brad, I'm writing it down. Navy Seals of Real Estate, Scott Bradford. And what's today? 324.18. All right, I got it written down, Scott. You got anything else for the listening audience? That's all I've got today, man. Thanks all right. for taking my call. All right, see you. Bye. Yeah. There goes Scott. If you want to get involved in the program like Scott did, give us a call at 864-235-9405. That's 864-235-9405. As a matter of fact, we're looking for money. In case you're wondering, we're always looking for people that want to lend us money on property that we're going to fix up and sell or a property that we're going to develop. What you you got your hand raised? What is I got? It? I got something specific. I know you're probably thinking of something specific too, but I'm what thinking is about a different specific something. Well, what is it? We need eighty ish. Eighty five would be okay. Ninety would probably be a little stretch, but somewhere in the eighty range. Um, that could be from your IRA. It could be from your mason jar out of the backyard. We're gonna make payments on it at six percent. So just say it's eighty grand. That's four hundred bucks a month. So if you want to get four hundred bucks a month for as long as you want to get it. We, uh, we've got a property. Okay. So what, tell me about the property. Well, it's, uh, a unit. It's a three bedroom unit, I believe. It's a condo and it's going to rent for probably what, eight, fifty, nine hundred bucks a You're month. Talking I about think. The so, for them. Yeah. so the three bedrooms are in for nine seventy five. Okay. So it's going to rent for nine seventy five. And the um, payment we're going to make to somebody is four hundred. Four hundred is what we're offering. Okay. So yeah. how you value a rental property. It and what it'll appraise for. Well, and the good news on this too is, yes, you're right on that. When we're borrowing money from our lenders and making payments, it's usually the rental income determines its value. But since we have several of these units, we've already proven the retail value as well. So what did the, what's the retail value? We're selling, I don't know, we got a couple more moving towards closing. The three bedrooms, I think, are in the 130 range. Yeah, yeah, somewhere so in the 130 a, range. It's a property valued at 130 mm-hmm. that will rent for 975. We but can I'm, borrow 80. 80, 85, 82, and 82, you can 500, make 400 whatever. a month every month. What if the tenant doesn't pay? Uh, well, we probably won't pay you for a couple of months if the tenant don't pay. What if the roof that leaks helps or our something? cash flows. If we don't have a mortgage payment when our tenants don't so pay. So when the roof leaks, do we ask the lender to help us cover no, the let roof? Me, let me clarify that. Yes, we still make a payment whether the tenant doesn't pay or not, uh, does or doesn't pay. What about the taxes? Uh, the, the lender pays the, the property taxes. No, right? we pay the property taxes. If a roof develops a leak, we pay for that. Actually, we're already paying for it in our own HOA dues. The HOA actually would pay for it. But it would get paid what, for, not by the lender. What's course. an HOA? That's a homeowners association. Okay, so we're paying into that. They don't. The, the lender doesn't pay the HOA. No, we pay that. So the lender just invests the eighty thousand. As a matter of fact, the lender doesn't pay anything. The lender they just, just pays the initial investment. Do they pay fees when they do the loan? Uh, they may have a wire fee to the law firm, but of course we reimburse them for that. Okay, so, they so they don't, don't even really pay, the pay fee. for it. Yeah. So their their IRA that has eighty grand in it. Yep. They could have an eighty thousand dollar mortgage secured by a hundred and thirty thousand dollar property 
that rents for nine seventy five, but they're going to get four hundred a month every month, no matter what, until the end of time, if that's what they want. And every month they get four hundred. Yep. So four times twelve is eighty four hundred. So that's how much they're going to make a year. When the stock market goes up, they make more, though, right? No. What? Wait a minute. I'm, I'm thinking about an annuity here. When the stock market goes way down, they don't lose money, right? That's correct. They don't lose money. They just keep making the eighty four hundred. That's right. So it's just eighty four hundred a year is what they're going to make. And what's the worst? What's the worst case scenario? The worst thing that can happen is we pay them. What do you mean? I don't get it. The, okay, we, I say this all the time. If if we ever ask anybody to loan us money, if the loan that goes bad isn't better than the promise to pay, that that's a that's a good loan. So in other words, if that loan goes bad, so the they just take the can, property and sell it for one hundred and thirty. Yeah, the worst thing that can happen for any of our lenders is we actually pay. The best thing that could happen for them is if we didn't. So if you're interested in that, you can give me a call at eight six four. Four 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 seven six five zero. That's my phone number. You can go to my website, jasondillard.com. Check out the lending opportunities. We have a new lending opportunity on the tab. We had one of our potential lenders call us yesterday and told us that the lending opportunities tab needs to actually have lending opportunities on it. Uh, well, I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, I yeah. Concur. I mean, so you 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 got you you're promoting the lending opportunities, and there aren't any lending opportunities. There's something on there from like I don't want to admit how long ago. Well, no, we put the new one on there. Oh, we've you did? A, okay. We've got a $600,000 um, property we want to borrow 400 on, 12%. Well, I'd like that's to... That's 12. That's, that's double digits. I'd like to say, you know, I don't I don't peruse a lot of websites, but I, you do notice from time to time, especially a small business like ours, some websites don't get updated and maintained as frequently as the business owner would like because they're just busy running their business. You know, a huge business has probably got a payroll, somebody on payroll that all they do is keep the website, you know, up to date and whatever you want right. to say. Well, but we do have anyway. a new lending opportunity. It's a $400,000 loan against a $600,000 property, 12% return. Ooh, 12. So that's more than six. It's double six. Yeah, that's twice you as went, much. You went to Parker. I did, yeah. And you know what? I don't know if I've told you this before, but, you know, a couple, few years ago, my mama gave me a bunch of my report cards. And I've always been kind of proud of how well I did in math. You know, a lot of the other subjects, I either hated them or I struggled with them. But I always thought I did fairly well in math, except for one of those years. Well, Christy and I were cleaning out the garage uh, a little recently, and I found the report cards, and I was looking at them, and I, I yeah, not quite as good as I thought. So you didn't do as good in math <laughs> as you thought, but you do know that six times... Two is twelve. Yes, I okay, do. Know so if you, you want to make twelve percent, um, go to my website jasondiller.com. Give me a call at four 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 seventy six fifty. Um, right now we're coming up on the bottom of the hour break. Now will be a great time to call in at two three five nine four zero five. That's eight six four two three five ninety four zero five. We'll be right. If you're behind on payments and need a little cash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need to sell fast. Call 444-7650. Call 444-7650. If you're tired of tenants, toilets, and trash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need a little cash. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Diller. To get in touch with me, my number is 864-444-7650. 
If you just tuned in, we have a new lending opportunity on the website, jasondillard.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. It's uh, 400000 against a property worth six hundred at 12%. So if you're interested in that, go to the website, take a look, and give us a call. Um, before break, we've been talking to, well, we talked to Ted Blank from Colorado at the beginning of the show. He's a member of the Society of Exchange Counselors. Um, we're promoting the marketing session coming up in May. Um, if you're a commercial broker and you're looking for a way to market your property differently, you can go to secounselors.com to learn about the group. Um, I've been attending the meetings now for about three and a half years, and I don't miss one. There, We meet somewhere in the country every other month, and there's eight, 60 to 100 people. And I've been able to learn a tremendous amount about real estate and um, make great relationships with other people and um, and done a lot of deals. So we've we've closed on some deals and earned some commissions and and bought some stuff out of state. So um, if you're interested in learning more about that, again, that's secounselors.com for a commercial agent that's looking for a way to um, get into more commercial properties. So um, we also we're talking about how. Tracy didn't make very good grades in grade school for math. Well, so that was the other. The grade topic. school grades were good. So when you say grade school, you're talking about like elementary, right? I don't know. Well, that's. I thought you people. said you were digging through the stuff and report you found- cards, just like from yeah, from early all the way up to like eleventh grade or something. So you didn't make good grades. Well, you know, grade school, elementary, I probably did. You know, you get S's for satisfactory and. Whatever else, little letters and stuff. But you know, then when it got in middle, you didn't get E's on everything. Not a, what's the E? Excellent, excellent. No, I may have gotten some E's. In, I think in I a, got mostly E's. Oh, but I did look at some of the early, the elementary report cards that said Tracy can improve on uh, not talking so much in class. That's what I. They said the same thing about me. Well, see, I wouldn't have thought that about me, but apparently that's what the teacher wrote, so it had to be true. So then you fast forward. Maybe there was some middle school ones not there. I can't remember, but. I do, yeah, I do remember seeing a few. But anyway, then the then the the high school ones were okay. So what I remember about high school math was loving geometry, and pretty sure I did pretty well on that. I don't remember seeing those report cards, but algebra. I remember one year I kind of didn't do all that great, but one of the other years I thought I did pretty good because I was getting into it and I was liking it. But the report cards didn't really reflect that. Didn't reflect that. No. So you, so you, but you're six percent. That we offered at eighty thousand, uh-huh. that you make the four hundred a month. That's less than the twelve percent. Yeah, yeah, like half as much, half as much less. See, I've gotten a lot better at math in the last few years. I don't know if I just kind of hit a stride in my in my life and, and my and see, age. Your racing has a lot to do with math. It does. Yeah, you, I, yeah, I saw you showing yeah. Sam those tickets, time slips. Yeah, those. What were they? The receipts? No, it's not a receipt. You didn't buy anything. It's your time slip. What? What do you slip? We got a listener right now that probably if he'll call in, he can help me explain yeah, to you. Yeah, if you want to call in and explain to me slips. about the time slips to um the Charles, number here is two three five ninety four oh five. That's eight six four two three five nine four oh five. So you go straight and then they give you a piece of paper that tells you how fast you went. You know, when you were talking about that when Scott made the analogy of the Navy SEALs earlier uh-huh. and how you go to these meetings and you still got your floaties on. Yes. Well Charles is like the Navy SEAL of racing and I still got my floaties on. He's super smart. That would have been a good place for the crickets to be chirping. <laughs> if we were, if we had a real professional show, that would, I would have pressed the cricket. If, if some butts were candies, nuts would be Merry Christmas every day. That's right. <laughs> so, 
Um, speaking of exchanges, yes. So I went by the house on Paddock, and it's got the big pile of debris. Right. And we're going to exchange that one. We're going to exchange it for some dirty old cash. Well, no, we're getting two things. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we're getting two things. We're not getting cash. Oh, okay. And we're not getting just cash. But we're going to exchange the the property for some cash. Right. And then we're going to also get Ooh, paper. I know what the, yeah. We're getting paper. A note. Yeah, a, a note. A note is a promise to pay. I, you and I sign, I sign notes weekly. Making we're, a promise to pay someone. We're actually going to get interest on that paper. Oh, that's even better. So we're, we're getting some cash and then we're getting a piece of paper that's promising us to pay us more with interest inside of that. Oh. So we're actually becoming a lender. Well, we've, we've already been lenders. I know, but we're becoming a lender yet again. Yeah, oh, in this transaction, yes. We were, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm following. Slow down, professor. So there's an exchange. So let's say, for example, that th- this happens to be a $15,000 note. fourteen eight, if I remember right. Sorry. You have a really good memory. I do. Yeah, don't tell my so wife. So 14800 and it's going to come balloon in a year. Okay. So it's $14,800 a year from now. We could actually exchange that. Yes, you can exchange notes because, you know, a lot of people don't realize that when you walk into the store and the clerk rings up that soda you buy and you hand them a dollar. What's a soda? You just exchanged. Uh, you just gave them a note. You know what a dollar is. Let's not let Scott call back in. You <laughs> a dollar. note. It's look out. Look on it. It's a note. So whenever you no, and I, I'm, we I'm buy back stuff. Up, back. What's a soda? A pop soda, uh, soft drink. Oh, Coke. Oh, a Coke. Oh, I thought you were talking I said about. I don't want to say Coke because some people don't like Coke. Some I people you're like, about like that stuff you put in your refrigerator. Some people that like keeps Mountain it from getting Dew. Stale. That's soda. Some people like Sierra Mist. I mean, Ar- Arm and Hammer. Soda covers them all. The, the, the Arm. When you say soda, I thought like baking soda, <laughs> like Arm and Hammer. No, not baking soda. Where are you from? I'm from right here. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right where here. You been all, where you been all my life? Right, right here in Packlet Mill, South Carolina. So, okay. So, a note that you're talking about referring to is a promise to pay to us and from now someone. Now, one of the things that's cool about the Society of Exchange Counselors yeah. is you have it before you have it. Yes. So, like, now I know I've got a contract. I've signed it. I've sent it back. The note hadn't even, the note, the promise to pay hasn't even been produced or signed yet. No, but it's coming. But you know you can do something with that before you've even received it. So I'm going to start making offers with that note right now. So if anybody wants to, that note, this 14.8. Is it got got an interest rate? I think it's 5%. Okay. But don't quote me on that. Okay, I won't because I don't remember that part. But I can find out right here before yeah, the you, end of the program. Yeah, you got technology right there. You could look at the contract. Right here at my fingertips. Yeah, right there. So we got a 14,008 note that's going to come due in about a year, and we can use that to buy something. So let's say somebody would sell something for ten grand right now for cash, but they would be okay getting fourteen grand later. Well, we could buy something like that. So if you go to the exchangers' meetings, those are the kind of offers you see getting made. Now this isn't okay. This is kind of unique in a way because sometimes I'm sure some of our listeners have heard about people buying paper or buying a note. So you can buy a defaulted note sometimes from a bank. Let's just say it originated at 70 grand 10 years ago and now it's down to 58 and the borrower's not paying. Well, you can buy that note for 20 grand 
and go out and deal with getting the borrower to pay or foreclose if you have to or whatever. But the notes you're talking about, these are generally between investors. Mm-hmm. The note, the face value of the note is usually what you're trading it for. If you trade it, yeah. Yeah. So I could, I could discount it and sell it. So I could take that 14 in a year and sell it for 10 right now and then let somebody make four grand over the next year. That's a 40% return. Yeah. So that I'm not willing to do that, by the way. Right. I don't want to do that. We're but generally trading it for face. face. But why would somebody, let's just use that example. Let's round it up to say it's 15 grand. Why would somebody trade us, uh, let's just say a mobile home in Sunnyside and us take that mobile home in Sunnyside in exchange for that note for 15? Why would that person trade us that mobile home? Well, it's a benefit. But no, no. Well, I'm no, I get it. it's a benefit. It's but, a down payment they they received. Okay, the, the one you're talking about was a down. I'm, I'm not forget that. This is new. I just made that street address up. Well, we so, did trade a mobile home for fifteen in Sunnyside for, a, okay. for an apartment building. Bad example. I mean, you get me going on what we're going on, and that's what we're going on. I mean, we we had a trailer. Okay, let's say Paul's got a mobile home in Taylor's. Okay, he's got a mobile home in Taylor's. Okay, that he wants that note you're talking about right now yes. for fifteen grand. Yes. What would make Paul, what, what's one of the things that would make Paul trade that mobile home to well, us? It might be hard to sell a mobile home for cash. Well, he might have only paid ten grand for it a couple of years ago also. And it might be hard to sell it for cash. It might be already seller finance to the person living there. And they're not going to pay him off for ten years. But if he takes my paper that's going to balloon in a year, he can go to cash in a year. That's Whereas right. my benefit, if I take his mobile home, I'm going to have cash flow for a long, long time. So I may prefer cash flow for a long, long time. He may prefer cash sooner, and we both get a different benefit that we're both seeking by making that exchange. So did I did I do good? Yeah, Is that did. what you were trying to get me to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you're interested in a um, selling something and maybe getting an offer of a actual um, piece of paper as 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 a down payment because we own them, um, give us a call at eight six four 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 seventy six fifty. That's 864-444-7650. Um, to get involved in the program right now, to get on the air with us, give us a call at 864-235-9405. Coming up on the last break of the program, now is your last chance to get in, get your questions answered. 864-235-9405. I'm Jason Dillard, and I buy real estate. Go to my website, jasondillard.com, to learn more about how we borrow money and how we can help you make more money with your money. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Diller. To get in touch with me, my number is 864-444-7650. If you just tuned in, we're looking for about four hundred grand on a $600,000 property with a 12% return. So if you want to learn more about how we borrow money, go to the website jasondiller.com to learn about that. Um, we also had one of the um, members of a group that I'm attempting to become a member of, um, the Society of Exchange Counselors. Um, is a group that's a national organization that markets real estate all over the country. If you're interested in um, learning more about what they do, go to secounselors.com, especially if you're a commercial broker and you're looking for a new way to market property or buy property or market money to get in the property or market paper that your clients might have that wants to trade into property or got paper that you want to discount and sell or a bunch of different things that could 
earn you a commission or make you money. So, again, that's SCCounselors.com to learn more about the society. Um, Tracy's been explaining to us the intricacies of how mathematics, all the way from grade school to almost getting his Parker High School diploma, has affected his career. So if you can explain to the audience, when you're analyzing a property and you're trying to decide whether you should buy it or not, mm-hmm. what is the rule of thumb that you use to decide if it's a good deal? Okay, well, you see, I've got this spreadsheet, and I take the spreadsheet, and I plug in the asking price, and I plug in the tax value, and I plug in the rent, and I plug in the uh, property taxes, and I plug in the uh, expenses that it's going to have, and I plug in what the power bill is going to be, and I plug in all these other factors, and then it spits out a yes or a no. If really? I should, You've if, got if a spreadsheet buy like that? No. I learned from you a long time ago. We used the chunk of method that, oh. that Ron Legrand, I think, taught you. The chunk of method. If the chunk of coming in is bigger than the chunk of going out, you'll probably make money over time. And so if you have to get your calculator out to figure out if you're going to make money, yeah, it's probably not a good enough deal. And, and some people use that. You know, they, they analyze and they overanalyze. And then, you know, you know, I don't, I think I hadn't heard this phrase in a while, but we used to talk about an, uh, paralysis analysis or, or analysis paralysis, whatever that some people, they just, they analyze that deal so much that they just get paralyzed and don't do anything. Yeah. While you're analyzing, I've already made an offer on it. <laughs> yeah. And I've already made an offer on it. And if I didn't get the offer accepted, it doesn't matter because I've already made an offer on something else. Right. And, and, and just because we made an offer on it and doesn't get accepted doesn't mean that a hundred percent of the time we're exactly a hundred percent right. I mean, hate to admit this on the air, but you know, we have brought, bought properties that didn't make money. Now, when we were talking about that a minute ago, there was still a benefit at the end of the day. Now, hold, hold on a second, hold on a second. So we buy properties and flip them. Yeah. And they don't make money sometimes? Sometimes. That's when the, the lender loses money, right? Nope. No, wait a minute. So we were talking about lenders before. They make the same amount of money whether we, the stock market goes up or down. Right. Whether the roof leaks or not. Whether the tenant pays or not. Whether the insurance is expensive or not expensive. Yep. What What if the house burns down? They lose all their money, right? Uh, no, because we have hazard insurance policy that protects them for their entire investment. And if we sell it for less than we owe. We they, ask them to take less on the payoff. We do? No, we've never done that. We just bring the difference. If we mess up and a house sells for less than we owe, we we've just been write, known to write a check and take to a closing. You know, it's kind of a weird feeling. To write a check and take to a closing to get rid of something. We're, we're the experts on the radio and we, we don't make money on every single transaction. Yeah. And, and you know what? It doesn't embarrass me or pain me to say that because if you just look at the volume of deals we do, let me tell you about the ones that we bring checks from closings that runs our business. So the one, the rare one or two times a year and, where we're going to take use the check, example of somebody putting mayonnaise on my burger. At McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. Because you know I don't eat mayonnaise. I know. So we go into McDonald's, and Jason and I order a burger, and he tells them no mayonnaise, and they give him a burger that's got mayonnaise on it. So we don't know it till we're already sitting down, got your napkins out, and got your drink ready. Said the blessing. Said the blessing. And Jason opens up the burger, and he's like, ugh, there's mayonnaise on here. So he takes it back up there, tells them he didn't want mayonnaise. I wanted mustard instead. Mustard. They throw it in the trash. They don't put it back up there on the little, on the little slopey thing. Waiting on the next person. What's the slopey thing? Does want, that's where the 
kitchen makes them and throws them in a slopey thing. Oh, the, oh, the, yeah, you the sled, about, yeah, you can the see it. The little slide thing. Yeah. So they don't put it back up there waiting on the next customer to actually I, I, I know want what they one. do. I know what they do. They, they close the whole store. The, they, they, somebody messed fire up. Fire everybody. They're the losing doors. money on that burger. Nope, they don't do they that. They close the store. They close the doors. They turn the, the Golden Arches lights off. No, they chunk it straight in the garbage. Don't even hesitate. It's like it's like muscle, re- what do you call it? Muscle memory? Mu- muscle yeah, memory. muscle memory. Chomp, it goes straight in the trash. They don't even chit What's the sound it makes again? Chomp, just like that. And they, they make you another burger. Exactly. Because and that you know transaction, why? they didn't really make, well, they might still made money at that. They probably had like 12 cents in that burger. That they just charged you two forty nine for us. So I doubt they lost they, any money. They made up for it for the Coke I bought. Exactly. Because you know what's the most expensive thing in the Coke? The ice. Yeah. If you can order your drink without ice, that's saving them money. Yeah. Because, you know, most soda machines, you ever really paid attention? I don't drink sodas. And, by the way, we don't go to McDonald's and eat lunch either. Um, and we ain't mad at you if you do. But uh, people don't admit when they go to McDonald's, even if they do go to McDonald's. <laughs> I love it's their like French you go, fries you go, and the ice cream. That's really good. You but. go to McDonald's and you bump into somebody you know. You're like, hey, what, what, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Uh, I'll just, uh, I'm meeting somebody here. I, I, <laughs> this was the best place to meet. You know, so I'm, I'm not here to, to eat or anything. Yeah. I'm just here to meet somebody. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, yeah. My, are you sure we weren't supposed to meet? Coffee. That's it. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. The coffee. That's the reason we got, you know, we did used to frequent McDonald's a lot in the mornings for coffee. And those cinnamon yeah. melts. Back when the market was really slow. And we didn't have nothing better to do. Yeah. We sit was there. And then the, the, the bookkeeper didn't like us too much. Cause mm-hmm. we, we would go in there and get a coffee and a cinnamon melt. Cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon melt. Why have y'all got 12 transactions on the same day at McDonald's for $1.29 a piece? Yeah. I'd get there and order a coffee. And then Tracy get there and order a coffee. And then we'd sit there a minute and think, well, you know what? Those cinnamon melts pretty good. So we'd go back and get a cinnamon melt. Then we sit there a little bit longer and go, phone ain't ringing. What are we going to do now? Well, shoot, let's get another cinnamon melt. So we'd have two cinnamon melts and a coffee all on six different transactions. And the bookkeeper's going, you realize y'all are paying me by the hour to put, to enter this $12 y'all spent this morning. And you know, you can't deduct that anymore, I think, or you can, or I don't know. Not well. The new, the new law, well, the new law. So like if you have a, I don't even know if you can deduct that anymore. Like taking a client to lunch or dinner. I don't know. I, that's something or, I got to figure out. I got to need to ask the CPA. Coffee that. and cinnamon melt. Mm, man, you're making me hungry. I hadn't had breakfast yet. Me too, neither. Well, I did actually have my Belvedere crackers. That's my breakfast. I, I don't. I don't have to think about breakfast ever. What do you just leave a box in your car? Two boxes, actually. You want to look at them when we go out there? Do you, can I have some of those you crackers? Sure can, they, I'm hungry. They're nourish. They're nourishing. They're nutritious and delicious. I got to go straight to see Reese. Do you? Yeah, he's got a, a, a very important. Um, flag football game. He's the center. Oh. If he messes up, the play ends. Think about it. So the team's just going to quit. If he snaps the ball incorrectly and the ball hits the ground in flag football, plays dead. There's no fumbles in flag football because the kids could dive on the ball and hurt themselves. They're not wearing helmets or anything. We don't want that. So if the ball hits the ground, it's over. So he's got to, he's in, important. But of course, after he snaps the ball, every play's the same. You know, they have a wrist coach. You know what a wrist coach is? No. A wrist coach is the, the wristband that has all the plays on it. So that they call a play, they can tell you, depending on what position you are, it tells you every wrist coach is for a different position. So whatever play, it tells you what to do. So they got to just stop and look at the wrist to know what to do? Yeah, they look at their wrist and they oh, I'm supposed to go down and out. Or I'm supposed to go straight down the field. Or I'm supposed to run a post pattern. Or I'm supposed to stay in and block. Whatever I'm supposed to do is on my wrist coach. Well, 
If you're the center, your wrist coach is the same thing every time. Snap the ball, run five yards, and turn around because they might throw it to him. Snap the ball, run five yards, and turn him around. Cool. So his wrist coach is not a very good coach. I mean, it's a good coach, but it doesn't give him any extra things to do. Interesting. So anyway, (laughs) what were we talking about? Well, we were talking about occasionally having to take money to close to sell something and mcdonald's occasionally has to throw an incorrectly made burger away and they don't shut the doors we don't we're not shutting the doors over a house that we didn't make money on right so if you want to sell something give us a call at 864-444-7650 um right here near the end of the show we've got mike mike what can we do for you hey i want to tell you i disagree with you about mcdonald's what's that yeah when you use ice uh, use red soda, uh, and then they have the deep fat fryer that uses more electricity. So when you use ice, you use red soda. Really? Oh, well, we'll have to we'll have to investigate. So when you this, use we, ice, you use less soda. <laughs> <laughs> the, the deep fat fryer, but you did make a point about something. Yeah, what is it? What is that point? Yeah. Man, we really do waste a lot of food, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. Oh, my right, goodness. Well, thanks, thanks, thanks for calling in, in and, and explaining We'll investigate that, that a little better. Thank All right, Mike. You. See ya. There, there goes Mike. He's making sure we understand that the deep yeah. frat fire is, is, has more electricity than the, than the, the ice, ice maker. machine. Yeah, I, maybe. I'm I don't, tracking. I don't know. What does that have? I don't know. Anyway. I'm tracking. If you're interested in knowing more about what we do, you can go to my website, jasondiller.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. Um, if you just tuned in, we also need $120,000 at 8% on houses that are worth 200. So you don't have the 400, Tracy. 400 is more than you want to invest. I mean, personally? 1%. Just saying you don't have 400. I don't have 400. You, but you got 120. Okay, I got and you got 120 in your IRA. That's 240. No, you just got 120. That's all you got. Well, that's all I got. Yeah, so you can still lend it to us and make eight percent. Oh, we can definitely use 120 and make eight. We can use 80, 80 ish and make six. So we we have multiple opportunities. Okay, and w- if somebody's interested, now, they if you can have 25 dollars, don't call. 25 dollars isn't enough. Well, that's another question people ask: well, How much does it take to invest with us? We have to have enough money to buy an entire single property because we always give a first mortgage to our lenders because we don't have a securities license to take your money and your other money and somebody else's money and your buddy's money and the stranger's money across town and put it all together and go buy a house. So we one take lender, one property. One lender, one property. So I mean the least expensive thing we own is probably, you know, fifteen grand. Those don't happen often, but the mobile home example I mentioned earlier, occasionally we can buy a mobile home with land and borrow fifteen grand. So I mean, don't not call us if that's all you got. We'll, don't we not. Can, yeah, don't not. That's a double negative. Don't not means to do. Well, that means call us then. So call us if you only got fifteen grand. We'll find a way to work with it eventually. It's just not every day like the eighties, the one twenties. Right. So if you're interested in that, give us a call at eight six four 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 seven six five zero. Again, my website is jasondiller.com. If you want to sell a house quick, give us a call. Um, we're looking for money all the time. Um, don't forget about the marketing session coming up. Go to secounselors.com to learn more about the marketing session. And remember, the biggest reason for failure is not lack of knowledge or ability. It's in action. If you aim at nothing, you will hit it every single time.